Welcome to the Revenue Builders Podcast with John McMahon and John Kaplan. This podcast is brought to you by Force Management. Force's solutions help companies, small teams, and individuals accelerate sales performance. Be sure to check out their new online platform, Ascender. Today, we are talking about champions with Richard Rivera, a veteran sales leader and the author of The Champion Sell. We all know the definition of a champion. They have power and influence, they have a vested interest in your success, and they actively sell on your behalf. Today, Richard goes through the importance that a champion also has a bias for action. And that's where we pick up the conversation today. So you've taken the concept of understanding, identifying, building, developing, testing champions, But adding this concept of understanding a bias for action, which I really, really like, because not all champions are the same on a bias for action. We just assume if we have a champion, they have urgency and there's a buyer for action. But you went one level deeper and you talked about the differences in the bias for action. Could you walk us through your thinking there? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. When I got into sales, these these concepts were presented to me in a really simple way. And I appreciated that champion access to the economic power, power and influence, willingness to sell for me when I wasn't there. We would go into deals and we would go, oh, we have a champion. They're the CIO or whatever. Right. And so I've got it seems like on paper that they're a champion. And then all of a sudden on the forecast call. I, I want everybody listening. I, I, I want you to think about your experience, even the CROs listening, your experience as a as a sales rep. And you're on a call and you're talking about a deal and you are trying to convince your manager that you have a champion. And, and the more you talk, the more that you seem incredibly foolish and, and realizing how deflating it is to realize that you don't have a champion. What I realized over time, it was the third part of the definition that they have a willingness to sell for you when you're not there or sell on your behalf. That means that you have evidence that you said, John, that they're taking action for you. And then I started relating it to my experiences. And regardless of what I'm doing, there's just certain people that don't have a tendency to take action as much as we'd like. And it was really important for me that I didn't write a book that um, made sales even harder than it already is. So we don't need to learn personality types and I mean, if you do, maybe that's interesting. That's way too much stuff to learn. You got the three definitions of a champion, right? Ultimately, in the third definition, someone's tendency toward, toward to, to take action has to do with them as an individual. And so that's all that really matters. If they're not taking action, they are not being a champion for us. So I looked at two different dimensions. One dimension is their, their, uh, their, their, how they appreciate the value of innovation. So you can look on an X and Y axis, kind of a four box. Do they appreciate the value of innovation or not? Because with what we're selling is something new and disruptive and innovative, and it gives them a reason to change. Some people just aren't going to appreciate that. The second dimension is their bias for action. Do they have a tendency to take action on things? And so I put them in these four buckets. So when I, when I talk about the complacent, I, I, I want, I want everybody to think about how many times have you been on a deal and there's a person of power and influence, they have access to an economic buyer and they just try to do as little as possible. They don't have a tendency to take action, right? 
but they also don't really care too much about innovating their company and innovating their business. So what we see is um, that what we do matters. They don't really care that much. Okay. They're just trying to um, keep a job, get to retirement, whatever it may be. So we call that the complacent. And there's a many, many businesses on the planet where they've taken complacent people and they put them in place uh, positions of executive leadership. Then you have the teaser. Now the teaser meets with you and they're, they're, they're very verbose and, and they're very, uh, they're very affirming about your value proposition. They tell you how great it is. It's amazing. What you guys are doing is amazing. Um, and they tease you that, that your solution is the right thing for them because they have a high value for innovation, but they also have a very low bias for action. So they typically got in their executive position through politics and being charming and relationships, but they don't really want to expose themselves. So it doesn't mean that we don't have a deal. It means that we're going to have to find other people. Uh, in the consensus to go support them, people with more of a bias for action, even if they're lower level people, because they're a political figure, the teaser. And if they can support the teaser, then um, the teaser will, will, will you know, support the purchase. Then there's the protector. Okay. So just tendency wise, this is someone who does have a tendency to take action, but what they take action on are typically more risk averse things. They're, that's just how they're they're wired based on their life, based on their situation. And the protector is a really good executive to have in a business. They're protecting their economics, they're protecting their systems, their data, et cetera. But they're gonna they're not gonna really respond if it's all about the innovation. So if you feel like you're getting objections from a protector, you're you're really just getting them being aware that there's risk to the to to the business. So understanding that, look, I have a person who's willing to do something. I've got to take the risk mitigating parts of my value proposition. And I've got to emphasize those, which sellers often don't, don't prioritize as much. They just want it to be about all the, the exciting bells and whistles. Right. But the, the one that's my favorite and, and really doesn't have a lot of faults is the transformer. They both prioritize the innovation of, uh, at the value of innovation they're seeking out ways to make the business better, but they also have a bias for action. Those are typically the ones that make, make your deal happen. The, the point though is number one, if I know the definition of a champion, those three criteria, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It just means that I take the emotion out. And when I decide, do I, or do I not have a champion right now? And then the second takeaway is that if they're not acting for us, then uh, it doesn't really matter that they're, they're not acting out the purpose of the champion. And so different people have different tendencies. And if I can be aware of that and accept that, then what do I do in sales? I got to go find other people to fill their gaps and, and to determine if I can put together a team of buyers that will make the deal happen. So I, to me, I try to simplify it into four tendencies, but these are real people as I write them. And I don't know about you reading it, John. I mean, I think of specific people. I think of the names that I sold to over the years. So. Yeah. I, one of that stuck out for me was the transformer. And on the surface, you're like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to have transformer tendencies in a champion all day long. But as I sat with it for a second, I thought those sometimes can be tricky because they are the ones that kind of blow through the detail of the deal and the process. And, and what I mean by that is, and I'd like some discussion on this, how many times have we had a champion that just tells us, hey, and they're strong 
and there's evidence that they're strong and power and influence and they have urgency. But you're looking at their bias for action and they're actually alienating potentially people in the process. And why I think this is such important, important conversation today is many deals now are turning into a collective yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or multiple people, multiple decision makers involved in the opportunities or influences for your solution. There's very few technology solutions that don't have multiple tentacles. So could you talk about that a little bit? What do you do with a transformer that is kind of blowing past some of the detail of the buying process? And they might alienate some people that need to be involved. Does it make sense? Yeah. No, I love it. No, I I write about it in the book. So for each of these tendencies, I don't just talk about uh, who they are. I give you ways to cope with each one because you're given who you're given. An old sales leader of mine told me, you know, and I know it's an old song. He said, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Right. And um and sometimes that's all you got in the deal, right? But there's a real value there, right? And so to, to, your, first, uh, to your first observation, which I do talk about with the transformer, just because someone is the person of power and influence that you need to target doesn't mean that they're a great buyer, first of all. Okay, we assume they are. That's not their day job most of the time. They're a doctor. Uh, they're a technician. You know, they're an operator. And so don't assume that they know how to buy and they're really, really great at it. They don't talk about the craft of buying, you know. Uh, and so that's the first thing. The second thing is, to your point, the transformer is so ambitious for the organization, but especially when you sell in, in bigger uh, companies, uh, but it really in any organization, multiple parts of the book, I talk about selling to the consensus and realizing the consensus is the group of people that are all going to have to get aligned and committed to making this purchase decision. And typically what happens in business, which sellers aren't aware of because they lack, they, they either lack empathy, experience, or both. They don't understand that that, that journey to get all of those different people aligned. Sometimes it's political. Sometimes they don't like each other. Uh, oftentimes when one, tendency or point of view is very innovative and they want to make change, there may be three others who are telling you how that's going to, that's going to create enormous amounts of risk and disruption to the business. So what I, the way I guide you to cope with that uh, in the book is you as the seller, you realize that you're selling to a transformer, take all of the goodness that comes from that, build a powerful business case, build a powerful value proposition, get them on stage selling on your behalf, but then you become the protector. You find the reasons that this deal is going to go sideways. You, you challenge and test that champion with very direct questions of decision process the criteria of all the other people in that in that in that decision process in the consensus most of the time if they're a champion this is an example of testing a champion they'll go oh great kaplan i'm i'm glad you brought that up you're right we do need to get to sarah and michael and we need to understand their criteria i know what you're right there probably are three or four steps that are going to happen so maybe we should think about those steps and so you're being a respectful business partner but you're really being the, the protector here. Look, I want to protect the making sure that this 
deal happens. And I'm just going to think like, you know, you don't think like, like, a, like a detailed oriented person. I'm going to help you do that. Whatever personality or, you know, I should say whatever champion tendency you're selling with, that's what you want to do in sales. You want to recognize who you have and then fill their gaps. Um, just because if that's truly their tendency, that, that's not going to be their natural, the, their natural thought process. Yeah. The, the last thing I've seen with the transformer really early on when you meet a transformer and I've seen this happen is there's so they have such, as you said, a bias for action. And you haven't really figured them out yet. And they go too early to yeah. the economic buyer and try to sell a deal themselves. And then they get their ass handed to them because they haven't prepped. Yeah. And then you just lost the champion. So, I mean, early on, if you really have found a transformer, you got to try to reel them in early with some early questions on, you know, what, what the decision process is, who's involved and how they're going to handle it. I, I love the, uh, the reference to kind of taking on the tendencies of the protector when you're dealing with a transformer. Right. What I found is um, one of the easy ways to kind of bring it to attention is to just have a concept in your mind called what we heard. So as you and the transformer or you and the champion are building the, in, in my language, positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics, you can always refer back to what we heard and you can just put it on the table. You can put it on the whiteboard and you can ask the question. Now, in a consensus sale or whatever the scenario is, an influence sale, you're working with the champion and you look at that you say okay let's pretend we're xyz department or xyz organization how do you think they'll feel about those capabilities or those outcomes and it's a very very mature way instead of you know slow your roll or you don't you don't know how to buy in your own organization it's asking really really good questions and you're just gathering what we heard. So I call it the what we heard concept. It works really, really well. Hear more from Richard Rivera, including his other episodes and a link to his book, The Champion Sell, in the show notes. Don't forget to also check out John McMahon's book, The Qualified Sales Leader. Some great reading for you to tackle. Make it a great week.